You're listening to the KNGI Network.
Good evening one and all, welcome to the one and only Vipers VGM chat right here on the KNGI network. There's some great music to play us onto the show and now we're continuing it with a fantastic soundtrack, if not a little reminiscent of a lot of others Nintendo's been putting out lately. All three tracks you heard just then were from Nintendo Switch Sports. You heard first of all the title theme that plays when you first boot up the game. Like a lot of other Switch games at the moment, it doesn't take you straight into the main menu, but it takes you to a menu asking, what would you like to do? Would you like to play a multiplayer game? Would you like to play a single player game? Would, you know, who would you like to play? Would you like to play globally or just locally, whatever? Um, a lot of the Switch games have been doing that as of recently. Switch Sports, no exceptions. That song plays there. After that, welcome to Spoko Square, uh, which plays just as you start to enter the lobby, and then. Focus Square, the main theme, which plays on the main menu itself. Uh, I re I recently discovered that Nintendo called that the main theme on their channel, even though it's more of a main menu theme, but hey-ho, that's why the name is in brackets if you listen to this live or you're listening using chapters on the podcast. Uh, bit of a strange decision from them, but it's the closest thing you've got to a main theme, so might as well call it that for marketing purposes, I guess. But welcome to the show! As always, I'm Green Vaporate, and I'm taking you all on my VGM chat, my quest to branch out and play as many different games not related to Sega as I possibly can. I've, it's been known I'm a large, very big Sega fanboy. Um, those first two descriptors could be used for, or, uh, <laughs> you know, you could take them out of context and use them not in the Sega context, but regardless, um, you'd be horrible if you did that. How, how mean-spirited of you. Um, but... I'm a huge Sega fan, so it's only fair that I give the time, love, and attention to so many other franchises, companies, consoles, whatever, you name it, that's what the shows are here and all about, and you all can also influence the music choices, the tastes in games, and you can tell me what you've been getting up to as well. But today's show is going to be all about one game in particular. There's been a ton of new good releases recently. Some which I haven't been able to get my hands on yet, unfortunately. But one I have been able to get my hands on. So we're returning to the world of Nintendo to talk to you all things about well, the game we just play three songs from. Switch Sports. Uh, yeah, so opinions on this game. That's what I want to know throughout the show because I've got mine, which I'll be sharing with you shortly. Uh, but has anyone else played this game? That's what I want to know. If so, do let me know what you think of it, even if you've only seen... Uh, you know, sort of gameplay of it, or you've seen the trailers. Uh, I know some people are a bit sceptical of it. Uh, I, I do understand why, but I'm going to also talk about why I think the scepticism is maybe a little bit overblown, or at least hopefully going to do that uh, throughout the show. But it's one I've had some enjoyment with. I will spoil that immediately. Uh, and it's also got a great soundtrack. I mentioned in the chat room, it has a lot of ties in other contemporaries. Uh, so a lot of other Switch games do sound similar to this, I would assume they share sound teams, but... You know, a lot of uh, a lot of your recent games like Mario Party Superstars, uh, people were mentioning the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC uh, to an extent. But I would say uh, it also has roots in especially 51 Worldwide Classics or something as Clubhouse Games. Oh, sorry. Did you say 51 Worldwide Classics? I think it is. Or 52. I can never actually remember. No, it's 42 and 51. That's what they're called over here. Uh, you guys in America would know them as Clubhouse Games. Uh, of course, Nintendo Europe localized, uh, localized everything to an aggressive amount around the time of the DS and Wii. So even coming into the Switch release, we didn't call it Clubhouse Games. We relocalized the name again just to fit in. But that's the game 
And the soundtrack, I'd say, this game is most alike. Uh, you know, even disregarding previous Wii series games, which is quite interesting. But uh, it's got ties in that uh, thematically. Uh, it's a bit more polished uh, around the edges, I'd say, than 51 Worldwide Games. As much as I love that and do still think you should give that game a go, that was one of my standouts of 2020 in a year that I had so many good games. Um, just seeing that return was lovely. But... Switch Wars is closer to that as an experience. It is a budget experience, thankfully, as well. So I think that will encourage more and more people to purchase it, especially with discounts, holidays, etc. And I do hope it continues to get the support it deserves. But tonight, we're here to talk all things about it while playing you a whole host of that great music, which is reminiscent of so many other Switch games on the market. But that's not a bad thing, because Nintendo pumps up some great soundtracks. And uh, they do they do have a habit of pumping out some pretty good games every now and then. Um, so <laughs> we'll be shining the spotlight on today's episode on all things Switch Sports, their newest release. To my knowledge, unless they've just shoved something out in the last couple of days and I wasn't aware of it. Um, but it's a good one. I'll be telling you my in-depth thoughts uh, in the next talk break, however. Before we go any further, I would like to say a big thank you to everyone who's currently joining us down the Discord. That is kngi.org forward slash Discord. We've got in the chat room Pocket Larry, Jamie, and Boswell. But anyone else who wants to come and join us, there you go. If you're lurking, listen on the podcast or listening somewhere else. I don't know. Who knows how this will work in the future? Maybe you'll be listening. Maybe it'll just be microchipped into your brain. I don't want to think about that, but it could happen, right? So <laughs> if that's somehow happening, then howdy to you. Uh, but for everyone else who's listening through currently contemporary methods, uh, hello to you. And if you listen live, that is where you can go ahead and chat to us. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some mixed opinions throughout the night, like I say. Um, but for the most part, we're here to talk nice things, I think, um, as well as even feature some other games from the Wii series. Hmm, I'll uh, talk to you a little bit more about that when we approach that section of the show. But otherwise, uh, has anyone else been playing anything else? I do want to know that as well, because it's all good talking about Switch Sports and Wii games, etc. But not everyone's going to have been up to that. So if you've been playing anything cool, been listening to any great soundtracks, or just any other gaming slash tech-related stuff even, that you want to let me know, be sure to drop me a message. And I'll uh, be sure to interact with you, you know, as uh, all good radio hosts apparently should do. So... I, I, I'm bringing the interaction right to you. Let me know what it is you want me to talk about. D do my show for me, apparently. <laughs> no, that, that's not how it works. But I'm always interested in hearing what people have uh, been playing. Get some inspiration for my own backlog, because well, that's normally what this show is all about. But instead, today, I'm playing a game based off a console and series I've played for countless... If we count the console itself, thousands of hours... Um, so it's a game that I probably have some nostalgia rooted in for that reason. Uh, so it's a little bit of an obvious purchase and one that I would always be interested in checking out. But still, it is technically a new game. It is uh, a game I can tick off the bucket list, the wish list um, of what I would want in a game as such. Or, you know, what games I would want to release onto the market. I can tick it off that. Uh, and it's just generally nice to play a good sports game that uh, keeps me entertained and... You know, it keeps me, to a certain degree, keeps me exercising just a little bit, you know. That's uh, that's always nice um, in a motion control-based sport game, and it's nice to have a well-responsive one. So, 
I've been having fun. I've really not skimmed around that one so far. Um, I should save the rest of my thoughts for just a moment's time. So let's get into some music for you. First of all, coming up, unsurprisingly, from Switch Sports. In fact, they both are. But we've got the rules slash how to play section. And then we've got the character customization menu, which is a whole topic in of itself. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that in the next segment as well. Don't go anywhere. This is Vipers VGM Chat. You're here on the KGI Network. Keep it locked. Because, well, you're going to be listening to some great music, such as the following. Do enjoy, and I'll be back in just a few moments' time.
we are back. What you just heard there, as I mentioned at the top of the block, was character customization, and previously, before that, was rules slash how to play. And we are back, and I'm going to talk to you all things about my thoughts on Switch Sports. So, save what everyone else thinks, uh, even if it might be in a limited quantity, until a little bit later on. Um, but for now, I want to tell you all the stuff that I've experienced so far, uh, and would I recommend it, etc. The whole works. We've also had Matakosha join us down in the chat, so welcome to you. I'm having a good old NASA right now about games, the backlog, etc. You know how it goes on this show. But anyways, so let's kick it off. So, Switch Sports, um, we first learned about it, say, when was it? Was it mid-February or the end of February? I honestly can't remember when that Nintendo Direct was. Um, it, it's been a long old year, <laughs> so it was... It was like... It, oh, I can't words. <laughs> it was a very sudden re reveal-to-release schedule. Only like a couple of months, um, I'd say. At least from memory. It, it was early this year to... We're now in May. And it technically released in April, right? So, really short turnaround time. Um, all things considered. I have no clue how long this has been in development for. Um, but... It might have been a short dev time, which would make a lot of sense, especially if they're going with the, you know, release now, patch later type thing, which a lot of, um, ironically, Nintendo sports games have fallen into in the last couple of years, uh, with Mario Tennis Aces and uh, Mario uh, Golf also falling into the same trap, really. But uh, as far as we know, there's only one sport officially confirmed, and that's for the fall, which for those of us who use proper terminology, the Autumn season is when we're going to see that. Um, so, my guess is maybe it was a pretty brief dev time. Uh, which is why we're seeing this model take place. And well, golf takes such a long time in comparison. Because I imagine... I don't know. I, 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 I don't make games. But is there a lot more work that needs to go into golf if everything's going to be like its own individual map sort of thing, right? Maybe... I, I couldn't tell you, but I do wonder if that's a factor, but regardless, um, the fact that this game released around April, May time, and, well, we might see golf earliest September, if you're lucky, but more like October, November, that that's kind of nuts uh, to me personally, but hey, hey, that's how these things go sometimes. A um, little bit infamously, uh, Nintendo had the online playtest, I mean, sorry, but they didn't have the online playtest right. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows a thing about that. What online playtest? You're making it up. Um, but that featured... Uh, sorry, it didn't feature. Uh, but if it were to exist, it would have featured uh, Chambara, uh, Bowling, and Tennis. Uh, which, which which was a nice little selection. Um, ironically, they're the ones I'm actually less hooked on uh, so far. Um, of the bunch, anyway, uh, that we currently have. Uh, but that that went live over a couple of uh, days. I don't even remember when that was. Maybe March-ish? Sometime in March. I, I, once again, times and months and years just kind of escape from me now. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was roughly around that time. Doesn't really matter. Uh, featured a couple of differences from what I know from the final game. Uh, mainly in the music department. The day one patch came along and changed a bunch of music. Which is weird and it's only like you know, small patches. It's it's not a complete redo of some of the songs or anything like that. Just like instrumentation changes, that sort of thing. Strange that you'd want to go back and change that so suddenly, especially after 
you know, a playable beta was already out there. I mean, not beta, but you know what I mean? A playable version already existed in the public conscious that people, if you look online, already data mined and all that sort of stuff and had the music for ages in advance. So, it's interesting that you then go ahead and just quietly shuffle them out. But anyway, that got people to have a chance and a flavour of the game, uh, myself included. Those times were a little bit weird, weren't they? Um, I think I played at like 3am GMT on a Sunday in the end. It was like the one time that seemed kind of manageable of the bunch. So I coffeed, I stayed up to 3am and I played it and I was like, eh, it's alright. Um, it didn't really feel like much of an advancement from Wii Sports. Then again, I haven't played the original Wii Sports for... See, if I was being generous, I would say like 7-8 years. If I wasn't being generous, I'd say the early 2010s uh, is realistically the last time I actually sat down and properly played for more than like two seconds uh, a game of Wii Sports, the original. Uh, but I couldn't really feel much of an evolution beyond that. And for a lot of people, it didn't feel like an extension of Wii Sports Resort, but instead kind of a step forward from the original game, but a sidestep to Resort. It felt kind of counterintuitive. Uh, but I wasn't particularly bothered. Uh, the main draw for me was uh, the inclusion of online uh, on a console that actually sold. Because, yeah, I know people are going to point out uh, Wii Sports Club. Uh, Jamie asked me earlier, have I played Wii Sports Club? And I have, just ever so briefly. Uh, not enough to get an opinion of it. And even then, copies of Wii Sports, uh, Wii Sports Club now are like £45 here in the UK. It's quite staggering uh, how that went up in value. But for those of you who don't know the business model of that one, because people think paying £30 outright for Switch Sports is scummy, you had to buy, like, day passes to access some of the sports. It's like, oh, I want to play golf for, like, an hour with my friends. Well, I've got to buy a golf pass for, I can't remember how much it was, somewhere between 5 to £10. That sort of thing. Or you could buy different length passes, and you could buy them that only covered certain sports. And there was no way to just have the game and have the content until I think the physical version wasn't immediate. It might have been a few weeks, if not months later. Or maybe even later than that. Um, but there was no way to just outright own it. You had to do this pass system, which if you wanted to play Wii Sports a lot, which you know there are some people who want to do that and not just make it like a games night out of it, that seemed like a pretty air tactic. And I also can't remember if it had offline in that state, but certainly online was the focus. and. Nowadays, that's just not gonna <laughs> gonna fly on the Wii U of all consoles. But there's still some people jumping into it more for the novelty of, huh? It's online Wii Sports without having to mess around with Dolphin Netplay, right? <laughs> Slightly more accessible than Dolphin Netplay, but like not by much at all. Um, but that exists as more of a novelty, so I know people are gonna point that one out. But Switch Sports exists as a more fair package on a console that's selling far better. And more of its own experience, critically, uh, I think, so far. Um, you know, Sports Club just felt like the same game, just with slightly shinier graphics. Nothing really added to the core original Wii Sports gameplay whatsoever. Just some kind of okay online and a weird and slightly predatory monetization system tacked onto it. it it wasn't the greatest of experiences, but I don't know if a lot of that distaste has still carried over into this release, but I think £30 outright for a package that's going to continue to get updated and will hopefully continually improve 
Uh, is a far better deal than that. I will certainly take it. Yeah, it's another pack-in, so you can get it for free, like, you know, you would have done back in the Wii days, but I do think it's a nice compromise to still have something like this out, because uh, there is still a market for this game. As you know, the nostalgia market proves. It's... I was going to say it's been 15 years. I think it's been more closer to 17 years since the Wii came out, so... Uh, there are definitely people who are now like in their 20s, 30s who have memories of playing it when it first dropped, or kids and teens who have memories of playing it at least a little bit later, uh, or if not through like the Wii U's backwards compatibility, right? And they're starting to get to a point where they want to relive it. So it makes sense that we were kind of awaiting something like this on the Switch, right? If you if you make a 51 Worldwide Games, you know, a Clubhouse Games revival for like the four people who still remember and enjoyed the DS game like me, then this was inevitable if that came like two years before, right? It, it Something like this just seemed like a package the Switch needed. If it needed a board game collection, which, you know, I love the board game collection, but if it needed that, then surely it needed some sort of flagship sports game, right? And I assume maybe the promise is this is going to come digitally installed on future consoles, that sort of thing, you know, to bribe the families back in. They're already bribed in, but especially, you know, the families without children, try and bribe them back in, the older folk, etc. Uh, it seems like a bargaining chip that was waiting to happen on uh, Nintendo's side, and I'm, I'm glad it did, because there are far worse ways of doing it, in my opinion. So I picked the game up on Friday. Um, didn't get it early or anything, you know, not a reviewer. It wouldn't have mattered if I, I was anyway, because apparently the servers weren't up for reviewers, which... Uh, just Nintendo things, isn't it? <laughs> but, um, that company. Uh, but, you know, um, so I got it on Friday anyway. Uh, rather critically, I don't have any money at the moment. Um, a family member bought it, so I piggybacked on the purchase. Uh, that was always the plan, so we were all going to play it together, and then eventually I was probably just going to end up having it anyway, because that's just kind of how these things go sometimes. Uh, so, picked it up. Uh, we all played it as a collective, which I had a lot of fun with. Uh, me, my sister, and my girlfriend all played it, and had a good, great, fun time. You know, the quote-unquote trademark fun uh, that Nintendo expects you to have with this game, you know, Bundle round the whole family, pass a controller, play a bit of bowling, have a laugh. Um, you know, insert corporate mandated laugh here kind of thing. <laughs> but um, no, I did have a good time with it. Um, but we then, you know, me and my girlfriend just kept going back to this. Um, and the, the most interestingly is I, I, I'm thoroughly addicted to volleyball. Volleyball is interesting because most of the reviewers state it was one of their, if not their least favourite sport. Because it just felt like quick time events, which I, I don't know how to respond to that because <laughs> a lot of games are quick time events, but there's a lot of different nuances to it that you can choose to put into your play or you can just completely ignore them. Um, yeah, it is a little bit quick time eventy, but the key is not everyone's going to hit them and you've got to work what you've got because you've got to play with a teammate, right? So that teammate might not always hit everything perfectly. Likewise, you probably won't. You're only a human, and you've got two other people on the other side as well who I'm assume, I assume are going to play in a variety of different ways if they're well-versed in having played the sport a little bit. 
So it's one I've really enjoyed, despite the fact it's apparently too samey and too quick time eventy. There's a lot of variation in how a game can go, unlike something like tennis, which is fairly cut and dry most of the time. Volleyball just tends to go a little bit off the rails in, in every experience I have with it, um, which is the fun of it and the fun of nailing that perfect shot or hitting the perfect block. The serotonin still. That that rush is still unmatched in any of the other sports so far. That seriously, that block is so satisfying when you hit it perfectly, right in the middle of the ball, goes straight to the ground. You get the point because it's out. No, you know they haven't caught the ball, right? Perfect. It's it's beautiful. Uh, nothing else even comes close. So it's one I'm really big on. But for whatever reason, a lot of other people haven't been enjoying it. Um, but I, I, I enjoy it personally. I, I think it's one that's worth a go, and it's the only one so far that I've actually managed to make it to the, uh, what, what's it even called? The ranked mode of, basically. That's all you need to know. It's a ranked mode type thing. Um, and it's a great deal of fun. I'd, I'd recommend it, as I would all the other sports. There's not a stinker amongst them, in my opinion. The closest one comes to one, for me, would be tennis. And the only reason I say that is, you know, nothing wrong with a game of tennis. I love tennis in real life. Uh, I'm a big racket sports fan. So I, I always appreciate a good video game rendition of tennis, which is ironic because if you've ever played me in something like virtual tennis or Sega Superstars tennis, I'm never very good at them. But I, I do like racket sports in real life. Um, but there's no nuance to how you play Wii Sports tennis. And there's just the slightest bit more in Switch sports, but just not enough sadly to make it great in my opinion it's functional it works it can be a laugh with friends and family but in my opinion when you start to play it online it just becomes a frustrating mess uh, if you're not playing you know like i said with those aforementioned friends or family um when you, especially i imagine i've not got to it but if you get to that elite ranking system for tennis i imagine that's when it becomes a nightmare uh, there's just no nuance to the shots, and nuance is what I've been using a lot. Um, but in this case, it really does apply. You can hit the ball left, or you can hit the ball right. And occasionally, whenever the motion controls feel like cooperating, I've never actually found out how to do them consistently. I'm sure it's a me problem, but still, you can do fast shots. Uh, but there's so many scenarios where in actual tennis, I would face my racket forward and just hit it down the middle. There is no quote down the middle option in this tennis mode. It, you backhand it and hit it to the right or left or whichever position you're playing. Or you forward hand it and hit it to the left or right, once again depending on the position. There is no middle. There is no way to make it go remotely close to the middle. Or you know, the middle of where you're standing. I don't mean like necessarily dead on centre of the court. But you know, it's going all the way left or all the way right from where you hit it. That's just how it goes. So there's a lot of instances where you'll accidentally hit the ball out. Or if you wanted to keep it super on the line, you can't do that. It either goes extremely far out or extremely far in. Um, which is just, time and time again, has led me to become unstuck. Because I just want to make those plays like I would make them in real tennis. And you can't. 
And I understand motion controls are a little bit silly like that, but other games like Mario Tennis Aces, I don't know about the motion control side, but certainly on the Pro Controller, you can make those shots. You can't really do them in Switch Sports Tennis, which just drives me up the wall and makes me not want to play that mode because it's only ever so slightly improved over 2006 tennis, right? It, it's like the bare minimum of how you would improve it in the modern day. Uh, it is a little bit disappointing for me, but that's best and worst. Uh, anyone else who's played, let me know. Football feels like Rocket League, um, <laughs> which, you know, is a strange thing to say for an actual football mode, but the, the ball's massive, the camera swerves in the same way, you make the same sort of plays. It's Rocket League, and with that comes the same screaming at the screen because your teammates are useless, uh, something I found out quite a lot. I, I've made some bad plays myself. I'll throw my hands up and say my last game, it was dreadful. I, I made two absolute stinkers. But, in fairness, it's because no one else defends. They all just go to the front of the court. No one sits there and defends. And then get angry when I miss, you know, some sort of advanced um, <laughs> save or something like that. It's just how the mode goes, but it, 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 it does grind my gears a little bit. But that's the, the beauty of Rocket League-like games. It's fun. It's not traditional football in the slightest, but I have enjoyed it. Um, outside of that, badminton, uh, it doesn't really play much like traditional badminton, another sport I love personally, um, arguably more than tennis, but it's the best translation of badminton into a video game in these sort of sports games that i felt so far, much better than any other time Mario and Sonic at the Olympics has tried to do it, for example. Um, it's more of a game of stamina rather than a game of quick time events like it can turn into in those games. You know, miss the 0.1 frame window to hit the shuttlecock. Well, tough luck, you've dropped it. That's how Marion Sonic functions. This is less of a quick time event and more how much can you wear down the other person's stamina gauge in order to get the perfect shot, which you can then power shot and they can't run to it in time and you win or they trip over and you get a free point, right? That's how it plays. I love that about it, and it's another one I'd recommend you give a shot. See what I did there. Uh, outside of that bowling, it's pretty much the same game, minus the um, the strange, wacky bowling effects you can play offline. I don't know if you actually can play them online, but knockout-style bowling is a fun addition to online, and that's another way, another great way the game gets a bunch of people involved. Um, but I'm not very good at knockout bowling, so I go out early more often than not. Um, but still uh still i think a staple of the game and it will be a fan favorite for sure uh outside of that is there anything that i've missed or have i actually described everything i'm struggling to remember what's even in it at this point uh have i, have I forgotten anything <laughs> oh no <laughs> my brain has gone completely blank i'm sure i have but anyway they're the best bits for me uh, it's addictive. I've been going back again and again to do the uh, online stuff to unlock the emojis and the costumes and the titles. There is a big emphasis on online. A lot of people have said there's no reason to play the single player and it's a waste and it's too online centric, which there is more to do in online. But if the only thing you're playing the game for is the outfits, to unlock outfits and unlock customization options, I, I think you're in the wrong game because you can you still get all the fun and excitement of the sports in the same way you would online Just you don't get those unlocks Why they're locked to online? I don't know. I think that's a bit weird personally, but I guess to emphasize playing with real people rather than people just sitting there grinding against CPUs I think is probably the reason um, 
maybe they'll introduce like seasons and that sort of thing uh, to spice it up a little bit. But regardless, I've seen a lot of people say that there's just no single player content, and technically there isn't, but there's the same amount of single player content, you can do the exact same stuff, minus those customization things, online and offline, so I don't really get the argument that single player is starved for content compared to online, because it's like literally the same game, and if anything there's more options within the sports themselves, like I mentioned, that weird bowling mode isn't online to my knowledge, unless you can pick it in private matches, you certainly can't in public matches. Um, so I don't entirely get that one, but yeah, it's very emphasised on online, but I mean, come on, we're in 2022, I know there's a lot of people who can't play online, but the experience is not that compromised if you don't have access to the internet, you just lose out on a couple bits. Like I say, character customization, which is nice, very nice, don't get me wrong, I've enjoyed that aspect of the game, but it's not a necessity, and for a lot of people that won't be the deal breaker. They'll just play it with family, and to that I say, it's the same game, just, you know, it, it, unless you're sitting there for like 10-20 hours playing it, and unlocking all that stuff, and sitting there personally tweaking your avatar, and their titles, and, and the clothes, and the rackets they use, and all that sort of stuff, yeah, you might not get as much out of it, but if it's just like, Oh look, my cousin came round, let's just set them up a guest profile. There's nothing of value lost in not having that stuff uh, available to be unlocked offline. You can still use all the stuff you've unlocked online offline. You just can't unlock it by exclusively playing the offline stuff. But most people will have an internet connection of some sort, therefore I would recommend just jump into the online mode. It's like playing against CPUs. You can get to the ranked mode and you can actually turn it straight back off and just go into free matches, which is probably what I'm going to end up doing, but I don't know, it, just that side of the discourse baffles me a tad, personally. Character customization on that note is great, uh, although it is a bit of a slow trickle as of now. I do believe updates, but mainly uh, just waiting will be the key here because the customization items are unlocked based on how much you play the game. Um, so you have to get a hundred points from doing various things within sports, just playing them gets you an amount, and then like winning, getting a certain amount of pins knocked down, or getting a team streak going, that sort of thing, uh, will get you more points, but every 100 you get a new random unlock, uh, with what can be randomly unlocked, switching once a week, I believe they've said. Um, so, there is incentive to keep coming back in that regard, a nice bit of replay value, but for a lot of people who can't just buy everything outright, uh, there will be outrage, and it might be fair, it might be not, depends on who you are. Um, I, I couldn't personally say, but I think it works out nicely, and in the future it seems like there's going to be more avatars coming, not just the style we have currently, I did see there were some lit animal avatars floating around, uh, but we also have the option of Miis, which a lot of people were sad would default. And I've seen a surprising phenomenon online. So, you, you've seen how many people were angered and shocked that the Miis weren't the default avatar, and this is a betrayal, and you know, whatever. Um, most of the people I've seen using Miis online have the most generic Miis I've ever seen. Honestly, most of the time, they've been the guest Miis, you know, the ones that are on the console by default. Just slightly edited. You know, white guy, the triangular face, the brown, uh, brown hair just looks like awful curtains sort of thing. Default eyes, default nose, default mouth, and it's like, really? People are going to sit there and complain there are no me's by default in this game. 
And that is what your me looks like. I did switch to it personally because I thought it looked really sleek. But I do actually like what they've done with the avatars. There's a ton of customization there. Alluri did note earlier, it was weird that they reverted uh, Mii's customization options from Utopia, uh, which had some great stuff going on in that. It's weird that they kind of massively toned that down. It just uses Mii's that are already on your console, already made, and you can't then tweak them, to my knowledge. So that is strange. I, I wish I wish I knew why they just didn't include the Miitopia options. I'd, I don't know how hard it would have been to implement all that stuff, but... The editor itself, um, I don't know, you might have been able to carry it over and make some nice customizations within the game. I would have enjoyed that. Uh, but they just add as a head to your avatar, but it's not like a weird Animal Crossing, uh, what was it, Animal Crossing City Folk kind of way where it's like a mask, or you know, it's just like a, I don't know, like a mascot costume type thing. They do very well integrate within to the uh, body parts the game already provides you. Uh, so, you know, I've put mine on the default blue skin and the head merges very nicely with all the arms and the legs and stuff. And it looks, it does look very good. You you wouldn't really know if that makes sense, uh, if you weren't diving too deeply into it. Like, if all the parts merge good, that's what I'm saying. They don't look out of place or anything. So the Mii's do feel like a very well integrated part of the game. But you have the option of using them or not, which has sparked a lot of controversy. But I do think the new avatars they've chosen do allow for more customization, and I do think they allow for a bit more personality than you would probably have the Miis. Uh, so I don't know whether it's a change uh, just to make it feel a little bit more inclusive, which if so, that might be a nice change. Um, it depends on how how much you actually can make it. If that make, I, how do I explain it? Of course, inclusivity is a nice change, right? But it depends on how accommodating the designer itself actually is. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at, if that makes sense. Uh, and that way it's to be seen. I don't know what the verdict is on that as of now, but certainly having the options to use your me or not, that is a nice touch uh, in that regard. So we'll give them that, and it seems like more uh, customization parts and different avatars, avatar types as a whole, are coming. Like I mentioned, the animal ones seem to be there on the files. So they must be coming in a future uh, 2.0 update or something. So it does seem like, uh, you know, more inclusivity and just more generic avatars are on the way which is a nice inclusion I, I always think that sort of thing is it just remains to be seen how well the editor accommodates that sort of thing uh, is what I would be looking forward to seeing uh, but yes I would highly recommend it for £30 uh, here in the UK a lot of places are selling it for that right now you cannot go wrong with this game sure a little light on the content as of now but sometimes the beauty of these live service kind of games is you will get the content or extra content you weren't expecting later with golf coming and uh, some other sports i'll be talking about later seemingly could be on the way so it's not a closed book just yet but uh would, would i say you go out and get it yes uh, absolutely uh, if you're a switch owner it's a purchase that quite frankly you can't go wrong with there, there are far worse first party games at higher prices uh, that you could stumble on compared to this one this is one that i feel like will at least as of time, continue to gain value in terms of, you know, your personal value of it, right? Not not money-wise. It will go up and up and up. But right now, I feel like it's a pretty nice cornerstone of any Switch owner's library. Uh, and with holiday sales and all those sort of things, and maybe some free trials on the Switch service down the line, um, it, it seems like a safe bet uh, that you will enjoy it. 
uh, in some form as to whether it's an upgrade or downgrade over its predecessors. I'm not too sure because there's a ton more content in Wii Sports Resort, for example, but for what it is, a nice title that I've had a lot of fun with and will continue to. I'm going to go and jump back into it throughout the rest of the week and I'm sure for a little bit while longer. So I would recommend it, absolutely. And, well, critically, it's got a great soundtrack, which is what it's all about on this show. Um, so you can't go wrong there. So let's get into some more music, shall we? Because I've been talking for a long old time. Let's go into the football slash soccer replay. And then we've got the spectating version of bowling round one. This is Vipers VGM Chair showcasing all things Switch Sports. And we've got two fantastic tracks coming up for you right about now. So do enjoy and uh, when we come back, I'll be speaking to you all of your thoughts on the game, what you've been playing recently, and as well, some of those elusive cut slash coming sports. Who knows what they'll be? I, I do, and if you've been looking at data mines, you probably do too. But this is Vipers VGM Chair. I was going to say kicking off some sort of Wednesday. It's not, but playing for you some great tunes, such as the following. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
I've got to say that that's just my favourite song from the game so far. I've I've been humming that one uh, pretty much since Friday night, um, and for good reason. That was bowling round one, spectating, and before that on the show we had football slash soccer, the replay version. Uh, for reasons mentioned in the chat room, we're only really able to play replay versions of most of the sports themes because uh, here we go. Strap yourselves in. So. In order to be less distracting while you're playing the game, um, the sports music fades itself down, you know, becomes a little bit quieter. Uh, and they add kind of like a muffled filter type thing to it. Um, you know, just to make it less distracting in the background. Because previous Wii Sports games, to my knowledge, unless I'm mistaken, the only one I think might be different is Club in the training stages. They don't have background music at all. Uh, whereas this one does have background music, but in order to, you know, kind of keep the volume down, uh, you know, keep things more tense, that sort of thing, so you can focus on the game more and less on the music, uh, it adds that muffled filter. This isn't added in real time with some sort of, like, processing, post-processing type effect. Uh, this is actually in the game file. <laughs> so, you, you you get the game files for the game, and you listen to the replay music, and it's like, oh, th this is bopping, you know. You listen to the menu music, this is catchy, and then uh, then you listen to the actual sport music, and you're like, oh no. Oh no, it sounds like it's through a tin can. Um, and I, I've not reversed this, no one online's reversed this, because I don't know if it's even possible. Um, so instead, I've go with the replay versions, which don't do such a thing. Uh, the downside of that is the replay versions are still great songs. Um, in fact, the bowling replay I like more than the actual bowling song. Uh, but the downside is, quite often, more than not, they have uh, extra instrumentation in the original versions and the tempo is sometimes increased uh, on the replay versions. I, I tend to like the football actual song in the game more as a result than the replay version. That version's still fantastic. Um, I just prefer the added instrumentation to the real version, but I also don't want the show to sound like it's being played through a tin can, or worse, through uh, through a 32 kilobits a second connection, because uh, dark days for the KNGI network, let me tell you, no, I'm joking. <laughs> we, we don't want to head back to uh, 2002, 2003, they, they were dark days for internet radio. Um, I, I'm, I'm joking, it does actually sound worse <laughs> than those, sorry, it sounds better than those dark days of internet radio. I'm. I'm only partially joking, um, but it doesn't sound great. It would make for a very good listening experience on a radio show, so I put those versions instead. And uh, as I've said a couple times now, bowling. Sorry, but it's kind of confusing. Bowling round one, the spectating version. It's there's like four rounds of bowling, and they're all slightly different. And you've also got survival bowling, which apparently has a different music according to the rip I went with. I don't think it does. Um, but Bowling Round 1, bracket spectating, which is what you heard there, is my favourite song, I'd say. It's grooving. You, you get the snapping going. You might even do a little dance uh, if you stood up while playing bowling like I do. Um, you get to listen to that song a lot if you're playing survival bowling online because people can take their time. They think they're making this excellent play, getting exactly into position, about to get a strike, and then... Quite often, more than not, they get like four pins, um, and they've just wasted 30 plus seconds of your time uh, that you've had to sit there and wait. But luckily, you get to listen to this song. They knew they had to bring out the slappers because you sit there waiting for so long in bowling sometimes because of those people. So they did the right thing. Uh, <laughs> but you know, anyways. Uh, so, yes, I wanted to get on to other people's opinions because 
you know, there's been a lot of negative on the internet about this game, and, you know, for some good and bad reasons, I'd say. Not all of them justified, some of them I, I do get, can see eye to eye with, and a lot of them uh, are great. Uh, great? <laughs> Is that the word I want to use? I don't know. A lot of them are very understandable, and I would agree with that sort of thing, but a lot of negativity um, surrounding it. Kyle says it's 24 kilobits a second back in my day. Wow, that's worse than I expected. <laughs> I, I, I jest. I, I do still want to host shows on this network, so I'll instead say what great quality, but how it has continued to get better over the years. Uh, you know, just <laughs> just kicks upwards a little bit more, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so chat room's opinions are admittedly a little bit few and far between, because not many people have ended up picking up this game yet, which is entirely fair, especially... Uh, you know, given price of it, recent events, uh, you know, lacks of money, lacks of willingness, lack of energy to, to walk to the shops to get the game. I, I know that one. Uh, <laughs> but there was a little bit of conversation uh, from Jamie who ended up playing the demo version, the online demo version. So let me go ahead and scroll uh, to where Jamie said about this. He did also say that uh, the, the main theme slash um, the, the square theme slash main menu theme. It's got a lot of different names. He said it was, quote, good shaving music. I, I don't know how, but it, it's good shaving music, apparently. Uh, awesome. Uh, Jamie says, I've only played the game online. I've only played the game when they've done the online stress test with their new online network. I enjoyed the game. Bowling is still the best. But I love that sword fighting game. That was the one I didn't talk about in the last break, by the way. Shambara. Uh, it was known as, like, sword play uh, in Wii Sports Resort. And it is mostly the same uh, as its appearance in Wii Sports Resort, except that had like three sub modes. This is based off the sword fighting mode where you're on the raised platform. Um, it's pretty much the same as that, just with differences in presentation rather than gameplay. Um, the only difference, major difference being is that there's two new sword types. So there's a charged sword, so if you keep blocking attacks then you get to build up a uh, large hit. Um, so, you know, when you hit the person, they go back further than they would otherwise do, which is my personal choice. But you also get the double sword if you've got, to, uh, if you've got two Switch Joy-Cons attached, which you can hit with both swords. And uh, once you do enough damage with both swords, you can also do the same thing in theory as the charge sword. Um, you can do a stronger attack, which sends them a bit further back. Charge is my personal favourite. Um, it's the one I go with, but I've seen a lot of people uh, trying to cheese the double sword online, which is entirely fair. Two swords are better than one. Uh, don't clip that. But <laughs> anyway, I, I assume that a lot of people are laughing uh, about my repeated mention of sword fighting sword play uh, in the chat room. Uh, so I'm not going to scroll down that far yet. Uh, Jamie did also say some more stuff about the sword. Uh, he did say, though, uh, in regards to the playtest he played on the 7pm on the Saturday, which I didn't know was a slot here in the UK. That would have been far better. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm just reading Kyle laughing when I said shuttlecock. Yes, big shuttlecocks. Um, you know, they go wobbly in the game. The shuttlecocks go wobbly. Um... I don't know how to <laughs> how to tie that together. I was I was gonna say something, but I think that's too not safe work even for this show. So uh, I I will say uh, you can you can smash the cocks uh, that sort of thing uh, if that makes people happy. Uh, if that's your thing, the, the, <laughs> then you can do it in the game. Uh, I of course mean shuttlecocks. Uh, you people are disgusting. Um, 
So Jamie said it was Chambara was one of my favourites in the online demo. I got into it pretty fast and was kicking ass straight away. He actually didn't know it was in Wii Sports Resort as well, which is very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Alari points out, so you were kicking ass fast. Or was, at, or was your ass get kicking fast? Uh, but he says he was beating the other players fairly easily. That was not my experience in the online play demo of Shambara. I got I got stuck with a lot of people who were just... Who would just wiggle their swords all around. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, they would kind of go like a 360 degree motion and just go super fast to where if you tried to attack them, you would automatically get blocked. You would go backwards, you'd be open, they'd get a second hit in. Uh, I just rinse and repeat this. I got stuck with a lot of annoying people who are quite difficult to best, basically, in the online demo. Uh, I guess they played a couple of them, so I had a good bit of time to <laughs> mess about with it, um, unfortunately. <laughs> there we go. Yes, big wobbly shuttlecocks, uh, says Mashikocha. Uh, yes, a lot of them. Disappear <laughs> for a second and here wiggle their swords around. A lot of people do do this motion because they think they're really funny, uh, which is you can block and unblock, and it kind of moves your arm up and down. It it jolts up and down. So a lot of people have a lot of fun with that uh, while you're waiting for the match to start, shall we say? And they think it's really hilarious, but it's like the tenth time today you've seen it, and, and you're just on the edge, uh, and then you beat them. <laughs> It's gonna say it feels good, but after all of this, maybe I should avoid saying such things. Oh man, you people think that I don't uh, dabble into the realms of innuendo. Clearly, you need to listen to more pick and mix. <laughs> that's basically that entire show at this point. This is the first R-rated show on the KNGI network. Look, I'm hosting it. There was bound to be some accidental innuendo turned funnies, right? <laughs> but anyway, in regards to what people have been playing, let me scroll up and talk a little bit about that as well, because I did promise it, because that's always part of the show, right? Uh, so, Boss Wolf is uh, in the chat. First of all, hello to you, Boss Wolf. They say, as I'm on holiday, I've been playing some nice, relaxing Cuphead. Now, I, I can't think of any game that's more zen to play while you're trying to relax and have a good time and just de-stress, take your mind off things. I can't imagine anything that would, uh, you know, it's, once that switch is cracked over your knee, or, you know, why am I assuming you're playing on the switch? You could be playing on the Steam Deck, you could be playing on a laptop, but regardless, once that gaming device of choice is cracked over your knee, then you don't have the worries and sin and temptation of gaming anymore. So in a way, Cuphead is actually a blessing in disguise. <laughs> but <laughs> jokes aside, hope you've been enjoying that one. Um, we had Alari says been playing various versions of Sonic 3, bracket Sonic 3 Air, Sonic 3 C Delta, and the DA Garden Edition. Uh, I believe for a game of the month project, which I should really play some of those uh, as part of said project that we're all trying to embark on um, as a collective. I've not done any of it yet, but I do definitely want to play DA Garden. That's always been on my list of uh, ROM hacks to play. Sonic 3 C Delta is not one I've uh, dabbled in too much, but a classic Sonic 3 and Sonic 3 Air is my jam. I've lost count of how many times I've played that. I, I love Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I, I know it's a bit generic, but I do. I, I, there's been a lot, and I do mean a lot of ne negativity surrounding Sonic Origins. Some of it not on due, but very overblown. Um, I'm just looking forward to finally having the quote-unquote Taxman remaster of Sonic 3 and Knuckles, man. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I was actively part of that campaign begging for it back in 2014-2015 whenever they released uh, the trailer for the cancelled Sonic 3 and Knuckles mobile game. Um, 
which we all went mental when we found out it was cancelled. Um, I, I was part of that, so I'm true to my word. Uh, I'll, I'll be applying it when uh, Stealth finally releases that in Sonic Origins. Um, you know, you can't blame him and his team for the whole firestorm surrounding that game, so gotta give them the love and support they deserve along with a whole bunch of other Sonic peeps I know who got involved with that release which is extra lovely isn't it it's such a shame um, the people have only chosen to run with the negatives surrounding that game rather than all the positives it has included as well because unfortunately you know a couple of bad things has just rotted the entire package and everyone thinks it's awful and a cash grab and you're better off playing the poorly emulated versions on Steam, which no, no you're not, you're not better off with that, okay? Stop, just because someone who doesn't play Sonic that much has told you for preservation purposes it's better, it is not, okay? <laughs> Don't believe them, um, but I, 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 I anticipate Flame War Sonic 3 is the point uh, when that collection comes out, you know? <laughs> even even if other people are negative, I always try and find the positives in gaming, right? This, this episode's been about a game which has been slated online which I have a lot of love for and have a lot of time for. So, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gaming positive, right? You know, I like to find the good things and not, not focus on the negatives all the time. So, <laughs> same goes for Sonic 3 as part of Sonic Origins. Uh, Pocket Larry says, I gave up on Jazz Jackrabbit because the controls were just too slippery. Sounds like a classic case of Jazz Jackrabbit because the only thing I know about that game Gameplay-wise, is that it's too slippery. I, I would like to go to it sooner rather than later, though. Um, but yeah, I, I just know it's kind of renowned for being a very slippery 2D platformer. That's kind of why people like it, but that, that is fair. That's the reason you dropped it. Jamie says he started playing Shovel Knight, a game we all collectively agreed has been on our backlogs for many a year, uh, myself included. Uh, but uh, he's... He's having some problems with Plague Knight, and you know what? That is fair. I had a lot of problems the one time I tried to play that game. I, despite my love of classic Sonic, I'm really not proficient in 2D platformers in the slightest. Um, and Shovel Knight kicked my backside. Um, it was not a fun time <laughs> when I tried to play it, but there's been so many updates and so many new characters and modes and side uh, stories added since I played it, that it feels probably like it was due time to revisit it sooner rather than later, and that's why I picked it up on Switch at the start of the year. So hopefully I anticipate to do much the same as you soon, Jamie, but great to hear that you've been playing it as well. Uh, and a lot of people talking about their opinions on the show all night. I, uh, <laughs> that, that's neither here nor there, you know. Some people like it, some people don't. Who's to say? <laughs> Uh, Mashakosha says, I've been playing mostly Pokemon Sword actually, quite enjoying it TBH. Uh, I didn't enjoy some when I played that, but Sword is quite fun. I had a good time with Sword. Um, I've told my Pokemon story on the show before, probably on the very first special I did. Um, but my first proper real jump into it for more than maybe like 30 minutes, uh, Pokemon as a series that is, was Let's Go Eevee. Uh, and that's still a game I do enjoy quite a lot. Um, and then after that, I continued following the yearly releases, but always dropped them for whatever reason. I just couldn't get into them. That applies to Let's Go Eevee and also Pokemon Sword. Um, finally beat Brilliant Diamond, but I've, I've, I've bucked the trend. No, sorry, I haven't bucked the trend uh, with Legends Arceus, because I, I got a chunk into that and then just dropped it again. <laughs> I, I will come back to it one day, but there's been a lot of other stuff on my plate, gaming-wise. But... Uh, Sword I did personally really enjoy. Uh, I got quite far into it, but 
I lost access to it at some point. I had to sell it. I remember what I sold it for. I had no money when Sonic Movie 1, uh, the day Sonic Movie 1 was coming out and I needed to buy the tickets and some, uh, some snacks and a drink. So I sold Pokemon Sword for like £25 to do that. Um, and I've not had a copy since. Uh, luckily, me and my girlfriend just set up game sharing on Switch and she has it digitally. So I will be revisiting Pokemon Sword sooner rather than later. But glad to hear you're enjoying it. You know, uh, as I mentioned previously, I always like to try and find the positives in gaming rather than the negatives. So, even though it was it was very bashed on release, wasn't it? Um, you know, I'm glad you're finding some entertainment from it nonetheless. Anyways, uh, thank you all ever so much for letting me know all of that. I did say, however, that I would be talking to you about those cup sports slash data mine sports slash potentially coming soon sports. Because that's what's coming up in the next music break and for the final full block of the show. So, uh, Golf is the one we know of officially. That was announced in a Nintendo Direct to be coming in full. Or, as I previously said, if you say it correctly, it's coming in the autumn. Um, so, we know of that one for definite. But included in text files in the final game's release. No, no code related to it whatsoever. But in text files, so thanks to data miners, we know of their existence. Basketball and dodgeball are said to either be coming, scrapped, or potentially planned things for the future. So, who knows? But, sounds interesting to me. The basketball mode needed a little bit of fleshing out in Wii Sports Resort, but I, I did enjoy somewhat of my time with it. It wasn't much, because it mostly just became like shooting at the hoop sort of thing, rather than actually playing the game from my memory. Uh, golf is an obvious one. We all love golf. Uh, it was actually not one I got into in my original time of Wii Sports. I was just too young to appreciate a good game of golf. And if I was going to, I'd much rather just have gone to a, a, the local golf centre, uh, which, you know, isn't anything fancy, but it does the job when you want to play around a golf. <laughs> even, even though it's on a very small scale. Um, so I never really got into it much in Wii Sports as a result, but... It's a fan favourite, and it's one I'm looking forward to diving into soon, since we know it's officially coming. But basketball, uh, I think, has a lot of potential to be improved, and dodgeball, to my knowledge, has never appeared in a Wii series game before, so who knows what that'll bring. It's a sport I don't mind in real life. Um, I don't like the soreness of it, but <laughs> I don't mind the concept, nor the uh, execution of the game itself. I just don't like getting injured so much. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in a video game space, uh, especially a game as cartoony and as uh, carefree as Switch Sports, <laughs> seeing how they would handle such a thing if it does indeed come to fruition. So let's play a track for from from Wii Sports Resort. I can't speak tonight. Uh, definitely Wii Sports Resort. None of those letters the other way around, uh, <laughs> like I nearly did there. C. I don't know. <laughs> don't even know where you'd go from C, right? But that's that's nearly what I could have said. Or any other combination of letters in the wrong order. It's late, okay? It's late. I've my coffee's wearing out. We, we're just gonna have to roll with it. Wii Sports Resort, followed by some Wii Sports Club. First of all, from the basketball mode in Wii Sports Resort, unsurprisingly. I had a very fine selection of tracks to go with uh, because of the aforementioned lack of uh, music during the games themselves. So I went with the results theme from the basketball mode and then the training one stage.
from the golf mode of Wii Sports Club. So stick with us, this is Vipers VGM Chat here on the KNGI Network, and when we come back it'll be time to end off the show, but not before the two great tunes we have coming up in the next block for you. So enjoy, and I'll be here to round things off in just a few moments' time. website at kngi.org.
golf training one there from Wii Sports Club because I was going to play something from the original Wii Sports and I uh, looked looked through the files that I had and quickly realised that well there's a slight problem with that because the only golf music that really was in Wii Sports was the flyover theme which is seconds long so my attention instead shifted to Wii Sports Club which has some great golf music but that was my favourite of the bunch golf training one before that from Wii Sports Resort that was the results version of basketball there's two other results versions as well so I probably should have worded that differently basketball results uh, there's also basketball draw and basketball lose uh, that's effectively for if you win to my knowledge uh, the tags might be a slight bit weird on that, but regardless, you get the point. A funky one there to start the block off. And both sports, which either are going to be or could be featured in Wii Sports. Uh, so not Wii Sports, <laughs> in Switch Sports in the future. As I said at the start of the link, it's been a long night. Um, I'd want to know, actually, uh, before we go, are there any sports in particular that you would like to see in Switch Sports? Regardless of whether you think they're feasible or not, if they've appeared in previous games or not, do let me know. Uh, personally, I'd like to see, uh, I did mention before, but I'd like to see the additional side modes uh, from Sword, Sword Fighting, Sword Play uh, in Wii Sports Resort. I'd like to see them added. Uh, can't remember what they are. It was like the slicing competition, wasn't it? And there was something else. Was Oh yeah, it was like the sword fighting mode, like you just go full on anime and just like slice through a hundred people on a bridge or something, it was amazing. I'd want both of those back uh, under Shambara definitely, if it fits the, I don't know if there's more of a strict definition to Shambara rather than sword play, I don't know if it's a specific type of sword fighting. But I would like to see that come back at the very least. Um, maybe boxing, people talk about boxing all the time. Now one of my personal favourites, but I could see it being a good deal of fun on the Switch. Uh, but I mean, come on. Table tennis. Absolutely table tennis. One of my favourite real life sports. Um, once again, a big racket sport person and most miniature racket sports. I, I still have always loved table tennis. So, would love to see that back. It was great in Wii Sports Resort. Uh, better in real life. But I'd still like to see it make a comeback nonetheless. And just to see a nice view of uh, the new town slash square, whatever one you want to call it, the island. I'd like to see a flying mode as well, like the one cut from Wii Sports or the one that did eventually make its way into Resort. I think that's what I'd like to see. Uh, anyone else, do let me know just quickly before we go if you'd like to see any sports that might have been scrapped or missed. Uh, of course, <laughs> Resident SD wants curling. Uh, yes. Jamie says, bring back baseball. Uh, apparently the greatest sport in the world, according to SD once again. Uh, yeah, if you're American or Japanese, it sure is the greatest sport in the world. Those CPU uh, in the original Wii Sports did have a habit of cheating, though, in the baseball mode. Uh, Jamie says archery. I did love archery. I'd, I'd be very happy with archery. That was great in uh, Marion Sonic uh, 2020 with the motion controls, so I imagine they could make a pretty good clone of that uh, in Switch Sports. So I'd love to see that as well. Carl says, in regards to the music from the original Wii Sports, because I mentioned my gripes trying to find a track earlier, Wii Sports 1's main theme is a banger, as uh, everyone has pointed out. It's not in this game, oh, heresy, blah, blah, blah. Um, but th that's, like, the only song it has, which is true. The rest of it's just kind of jingles. And I think the very brief main menu background loop, and that's really a lot for the original Wii Sports. So... I also get the feeling of wanting to reinvent the wheel a little bit and there's flares of the old songs in the new main theme but at the same time I, I do understand wanting to separate a little bit from that and try and create something new because the new music they have created 
is a far cry from the original, but I still love it regardless. Uh, I still think they've done something great with the source. Although, you know, they could have done something more with the source material, but given that, they've still done an amazing job at creating something a bit more fresh and new. Oh man, this episode... <laughs> this episode took a lot of audio editing, by the way, I should say, um, before I go as well. Um, the rip I got wasn't great, uh, so I had to do a lot of audio editing. I had to normalise every song, because the person who ripped it didn't do that, so everything was super quiet. I said audio editing, yeah, I had to snip parts together to make them sound okay. Re-exported a lot of stuff, uh, and have also dabbled into the game files myself in order to make this episode happen, and I've, I've done some line-in recordings as well, uh, to make sure all the levels, uh, uh, all the volume levels are as they should be. It's been a lot of work to bring you the minimal amount of music I have <laughs> on tonight's show, so I really hope you have enjoyed it. Um, it. It was a lot of work, but it's always worth it, because I enjoy this VGM show a hell of a lot. Uh, as for next episode, because, hey, it's not just a one-off thing, we do this every week. Next episode, Wednesday at 10pm UK time, slash 5pm Eastern, we're going to be covering a couple of different games as I go over my recently cleared, slash recently played games in my backlog. I've, I've finished a couple over the last few days, so who knows what will be featured, but specifically, I have finished Skylanders Giants. I did mention playing that last week. I finished that, had a great time with it been playing Untitled Goose Game and finished that relatively quickly. I uh, played that card with my girlfriend as well as Skylanders, I just forgot to mention that. Uh, and I also finished Grand Tourism 07 yesterday, a big one presumably for the KNGI network. And I've still got some more stuff which is going to be finished very soon, some more stuff I still wish to play. So I want to go over a bit of my backlog and talk to you about how I've enjoyed the games that I've picked out of it and played from it. Um, I encourage you to do the same. If there's any games you've been playing recently that you've enjoyed, maybe you want to hear a song from them, uh, do give me a request and do let me know how you've been enjoying stuff. Anything I should play, that sort of thing, that interaction is what keeps the VGM show going, and I'd love to hear from you. So send me a private message, greedviper8, hashtag 6383 on Discord. You can PM me over on kngi.org for slash Discord. There's also Twitter, at VipersVGMcha, or using the hashtag VipersVGMcha. I'm also on Mastodon if you're doing that sort of thing uh, with the current space of Twitter being the way it is. Uh, I've always enjoyed Mastodon, but it's it's nice to have the alternative uh, for my shows. So that's, uh, that is Viper'sVGMChat at theVIPVipers.space. Once again, Viper'sVGMChat at theVIPVipers.space. Uh, it basically just mirrors the Twitter feed, but it's a fun little thing to have going as well. But if you use that at the moment, you can also message me on there. Um, the listener interaction, like I say, really is uh, what I enjoy about these shows above all else. As much as I enjoy talking to you about games I like, games I'm yet to discover, and my back, it is, oh, sorry, my backlog, it is also a lot of fun uh, to hear exactly the same from you all. So let me know, and I'll be sure to feature it on next week's episode. Outside of that, hopefully Pick and Mix, my other live show uh, during the week, should be live this Friday over on RadioSega.net. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it airs Fridays at 7pm UK time and it covers the weird and wacky side of Sega. So hopefully the stuff you normally wouldn't hear, uh, but also a lot of stuff you would as well. We cover everything, but specifically I want to get into into the depths of uh, what the company cover because I, I mentioned it at the top of the show, but I, I, I'm a big fanboy, right? So I, I, I want to just dive into the trenches and see what the company has to offer that isn't just Sonic all the time, although... I, I do love putting the spotlight on Sonic as well. But this week's show should be the long-rumoured 
the long promised House of the Dead remake episode, as long as I can find the music, which even if I can't, I'm just going to pull it myself at this point because I got the PC version, I can do this, finally. Um, I've been playing it quite a bit, both on Switch and PC, and I want to talk to you about it. I've been itching to talk about it for weeks now, but various health issues, the fact that I couldn't get the music, other personal events and other real world events like Easter going on just meant I couldn't do it. But I think this Friday is going to be the day I finally aim to do that House of the Dead remake review. Possibly a little bit of Panzer Dragoon sprinkled in there if I feel like it, if I played it, that sort of thing. Uh, but do join me then for the scathing slash maybe glowing critique of House of the Dead remake. Who knows yet? Fridays at 7pm UK time once again on RadioSega.net. Well, that has been it from me. I'd like to give a huge thank you to everyone down in the Discord. Specifically, we have had join us. Pocket Aluri, Resident SD, Jamie64326. We have also had the main man, Cold JCRB. We have had, if we scroll up, Mashakosha. We had Boss Wolf. And anyone who I've missed, please feel free to shout at me because I don't want to miss any listeners. I want to give you all the thanks you deserve. One more track coming up. What else could I end with? It's unsurprisingly, you know, the, the cop-out ending for a lot of my live shows, but also a lot of other people's live shows as well. It, it's the staff roll theme. It's the credits theme. But how else could I end? And on the subject of that editing, this track was the one that required the most editing because the song clips in-game. As in, the audio maxes out and you lose a lot of the top end of the audio. And I don't know if they just didn't notice this or didn't bother to fix this. But I did my best to make it a bit more listenable for you. But Nintendo, come on. <laughs> this company, I swear. So this is the Staff Roll theme. And I'll be back with you next Wednesday at 10pm UK time. For now, thank you all ever so much for listening. And I'll catch you next time on the next episode of my VGM chair.
This is the KNGI Network.